Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Release date Sunday the 13th of August 2023. Are you in the market for a grandfather crawl? Actually, no. I was wondering. Yes? That statue of a bird in the window. Yes. Not really my line of business, but rather striking. You, you could say that. Adds a jaunty air. Well, it's frightening. Really? I mean, I've only just seen it. And you had to come in? Yes. Hello, you! I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, this is Big Finish, audiobooks, audio drama, and this podcast, all for the love of stories. In a moment, we'll be updating you on the podcast's summer arrangements. Oh, yes, and then we'll be heading behind the scenes with last week's surprise Torchwood release, Sigil. Starring the late, great Murray Melvin as Billis Manger in the tale of a mysterious, haunting symbol. Chilling. He's a manipulator. But actually, at the start of this, you think, oh, he's been quite sympathetic, he's been quite useful. And then you go, ah, no, because it always comes back to him. Then we're straight into the Randomoid Selectatron, which will once again be delivering a random release with a 25% discount, usually skillfully attached to it by Big Finish content manager Jackie Emery. But actually, this week, the task will be performed by Big Finish veteran Sue Cowley. Hello, Sue. As always, here's a clip from the future that we don't currently know about. Author of the darkest, spookiest stories you could ever read. Am I? And finally... Finally, as always, we round off the podcast with a free 15-minute drama tease. And this week, it's, of course, from Torchwood Sigil. Who? Oh, the the shop owner. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of sinister. He's also sort of crazy. And you want to spend more time with him? No. So yes, you join us for a much shorter podcast than usual, which is a prelude to a podcast that's so short it won't actually exist. (laughs) That's right, as regular listeners will know, for the first time in livering memory, I think I said livering memory, but anyway. Livering memory, the memory of livers. (laughs) The Big Finish podcast, and by that I mean Benji and I, will be taking a (gasps) week off. What What? the... (gasps) Sheer madness. No, 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 I won't have that, I won't. But don't worry, we'll be back on Sunday the 27th of August in a podcast entitled Unbound Quartet Tipping. (laughs) You heard it here first. In which we'll be covering the Sixth Doctor Adventures Purity Unbound, released on Wednesday the 30th of August. The Diary of River Song, The Orphan Quartet, released on Tuesday the 22nd of August. And Time Slip, The Time of the Tipping Point released on Thursday the 24th of August. And that is a very loud motorbike that went past and all our other regular features, including the motorbike, will return too. I very much look forward to the return of the motorbike on the the, the 27th (laughs) of August. Uh, How are you feeling about having a week off, Benji? Well, uh, do you know what? The timing can be better, actually, Nick. Mm. You know, it's in a funny sort of way because I'm going to uh, to be across the channel in Germany. Uh, so I'll just be, you know, I was going to bring, I mean, I'm bringing all my work stuff anyway, but I, I was going to have to bring a microphone. But of course, now I don't need to, which is quite yeah. handy. But, um, you know, it's always, I think if I didn't have that distraction, um, I think I'd be quite sad because, you know, it's, what is what is our life without this podcast, Nick? It's, well, a, it's a meeting of the minds, isn't it? 
Well, I'm sure that we'll send each other a WhatsApp message on the Friday just to run. Oh, not not off, yeah, yeah. not off. How about um, yourself, though? How are you feeling not having not having a podcast on? Well, yes, I'm, I'm having for the first time in living memory for me, actually, I'm having a total holiday. Normally, I get a oh. bit, of, bit of work done in the background, maybe a bit of freelance work as well, or people contact me. It was nice to see you, Carl in the background there um uh, but you know on the advice of hannah peel and she's absolutely right you know i'm i just need to stop the reason i'm able to do this is at easter i did have about two days when i did nothing at all we just went to some little caravan park you know mm-hmm. and there was a hot tub and everything and i and i forced myself not to do any work and i thought oh hang on this is no revelation to anyone <laughs> listening i thought i think i like this I There's someone in this. Yes. Whereas I'd never managed to do it before. I mean, never, ever. Um, so, yeah, I will be. I, I'm almost tempted not to take my compu- computer, my computer. Um, but uh, I I just need that for sort of home entertainment stuff. So I won't open my email program, you know. So Yeah, put the out of office on. Yeah, that will certainly be on. No yourself. one takes any blooming notice of it, least of all Jason Hay Gallery. You know, he gets this, <laughs> And I say to him afterwards, why did you send me all that stuff? Didn't you get those emails saying I wasn't at my desk? Well, I didn't know. I didn't read them. I don't know what they said. Well, <laughs> what? It looked complicated. Oh, did it? Well, all that business about me not being there. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to tackle one other thing. It's just a curious thing that happens yes. with the podcast. Is that, you know, every week, Benji, when you <laughs> do the first intro and then I go, Benji, and then I put a little radio effect on it. I do a fresh one every week, don't I? You do, yeah. It's not very pleasant to do, pinching my nose. It always, <laughs> I spend the next few seconds kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, while you're saying the next bit. And it, one, there was one month, one week, ages ago, where I forgot to do it. And then I thought, oh, what am I going to do? I thought, oh, I'll just nick the one from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I do that? Why isn't there one definitive Cutnik and Benji that I can just insert every week? What's the matter with me? I, I suppose the answer to this would be that normally podcasts have like an intro, don't mm. they? When you have a big intro, which you just use over and over again. But because it, it opens with, we're doing this on this specific day, and then that's the transition through, that it's probably actually quicker for you to cover your nose than to actually... <laughs> Go in and grab that nose covering recording. Um, yeah. So you know, it's, it's, well, thank it's you a for, tricky one. Yeah. It's sort of unnecessary, but it's a bit of a tradition. That I did. We could, I, we could invent some kind of plug. You know, so instead of you squidging your nose, you could kind of you know cover the top of your nostrils. But that's that's. Uh, I mean, I suppose I can just go Kunik and Benjamin like that. It's not the same though. No, that's a good face though. <laughs> Actually, I feel feel like I've done something terrible to my sinuses. Did I ever tell you I did a convention interview once and the guy said, um, oh, I really enjoy the podcast, the guy interviewing me. And I I did Kunik and Benji just helped. And he said, that's what you're saying. (laughs) I said, well, what did you think I was saying? He said, I thought it was something about eunuchs or something. Eunuchs. Eunuchs and Benji. <laughs> yes, me and my many eunuchs. It's just that's, that's, weird, the, that's the medieval it? podcast, that one. Q eunuchs, eunuchs and Benji. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Um, Knobsticks and broomsticks, as my son used to call that film. Knobsticks and broomsticks. <laughs> Knobsticks and broomsticks. Oh. Um, 
Listen, moving on, as you know, it's a much shorter podcast, even though we're whiffling on about nothing. Um, yeah. So a lot of our regular features aren't here. Um, so we'll just move straight on. Now then, the, the, the late great actor Murray Melvin passed away on the 14th of April 2023, known to many for his affecting performances in such movies as A Taste of Honey, Barry Lyndon and Alfie. He also captivated audiences in recent years with his portrayal of the spectral Billis Manger in Torchwood. Murray returned to the part on audio in 2017 and recorded his final performance with Big Finish a little over a year ago. As many of you will now know, Sigil was released on what would have been his 91st birthday, the 10th of August. So, the story is now available. Murray is joined in this poignant Torchwood audio drama by Olivier Award-nominated Gabrielle Brooks as Sam and Star Trek Prodigy's Angus Imry as Emile. Sam has been haunted for years by the sigil. She's been drawn to the pattern since she was a child. She has a tattoo of it. She sells prints of it. And then one day, she sees it on a statue in the window of Billis Manger's shop. It turns out the sigil is very old indeed. Why has it been haunting her? Why is it on a Celtic statue of a bird? Where did it come from? Has a terrible entity been released from its ancient slumber? Let's go behind the scenes and discover more. Uh, my name is Gabrielle Brooks and I am playing the wonderful Sam. Wait a minute. That makes it sound like I'm always smashing plates. Not here. We'd have to pay for it. Um, Sam, um... Reminds me of a lot of my friends, actually. She's uh, she's quite fiery. She's an artist. She believes in herself and um, has a little fiery twist, I'd say. <laughs> Won't say more than that, a fiery twist to her. I'm Angus Imrie and I play Emil. And um, Emil is very sensible. Look, there's volumes of this. Where do we start? Began digging. There. You can read it. Wow. He's something of an antithesis to Sam. He likes to call her Samantha. And he's on the proviso of supporting her artistic endeavours for 18 months. But really, he's a bit frustrated that she's not bringing the rent in. So he'd like her to get a proper job. And so he's always sort of moving things towards a much more sensible lifestyle. My name is Lisa Bauman, and today I have been directing Sigil. And let, let's talk about the relationship between Emil and Sam, because you three are all creative people. Have you ever been in or have you had friends who are in that relationship where they're actors and they have a stable partner? I think a lot of people who have been in this relationship are in this relationship. I also think it's a relationship that spans past and romantic. Uh, I think it's a relationship that you have with parents, unfortunately, just wanting the best for you, obviously, and wanting you to get, you to get a quote-unquote real job, just figure your life out. <laughs> I think we've all been there. There's, there's a wonderful scene with um, Billis um, in, in this, which sort of explodes uh, Emil's lifestyle you know he sort of really rips him to shreds for uh, for everything he's got planned in the future but you know it's not it's not like there isn't a place for an Emil in in life there is yeah. for sure 
but but you just you never ever the idea of dampening someone's creativity that's that's when you draw the line you know you yeah. always want to enhance people's creativity I think Emil really wants to dampen her creativity that's the problem and, but also it's it's what he views as art and, and and what isn't I mean he he might be somebody who likes a sort of a nice Athena poster that dates me and <laughs> and, and, and and she wants something a bit a bit more Banksy you know yeah, it's uh, there's a sort of conflict of uh, of tastes there and I, I think that that wonderful scene you were talking about uh, with Billis he sort of bursts your bubble in a sort of like you live in a very mediocre way mm, he, mm. Ev- everything's a bit mediocre to him and not exciting enough and I, I love that yes it is it's all very you know and your expectation of what you think is classy is a kind of anathema to him and I, I love that I thought it was great and actually have all of you had that moment where you've had a big breakthrough and then the ordinary person in your life has gone oh is that good <laughs> Can I be, I'm just going to be a little bit showy off you for a sec, but then I'm just going to plant myself back down to earth. When I um, I, I was recently nominated um, for an Olivier, which was so cool. <gasps> oh, I know, guys, except nobody, nobody who I went to school with cares or knows what it is. So they were just like, is that good? Is that nice? Um, what will you wear? And asked a bunch of random questions about it, but didn't really get it. So I was, I'm very humbled by the whole Did they experience. actually watch it? Did they? Yeah, eventually I think they understood that it was quite cool because it was on TV. <laughs> Our producer is having a meltdown at this point. <laughs> but it keeps me humble. Yeah, 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 yeah. It I mean, there is there is a, a tiny problem in when when you go to things like award ceremonies is that there are almost too many. So the ones that used to be and are actually really quite you know cool like the Liviers and Baftas become sort of slightly undervalued yeah. because there's just a prize for everything now, and it, 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 it kind of it's it's really sad. That's just my old-fashioned opinion, but you know. Oh gosh, I I can't I can't top that. I just think that's a brilliant. <laughs> and that's a, I'm 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 happy to be. In, you know. <laughs> in the shadow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Billis is an interesting character because, you know, just as Sam has layers, so does Billis. Do you think Billis is somebody evil who enjoys being good or somebody good who enjoys being evil? Well, he's already admitted that he's on both sides later on. I mean, I've only recently come into contact with the character and he enjoys his control He's a manipulator. But actually, at the start of this, you think, oh, he's been quite sympathetic. He's been quite useful. And then you go, ah, no, because it always comes back to him. But would you interpret that as, as, as bad or good or... I don't know. How may I help you? That statue of a bird in the window. Yes. Not really my line of business, but rather striking. You, you could say that. Adds a jaunty air. Well, it's frightening. Really? I mean, I've only just seen it. And you had to come in? Yes. Only you walked past and looked at it yesterday. Okay, fair. But today I plucked up the courage. Because you thought I would be intimidating. (laughs) Fancy. Just go to bigfinish.com and type sigil, that's S-I-G-I-L, into the search pane at the top to find this one. And it's available right now. Well, meanwhile, it's time for... The Randomoid Selectatron, where we randomly select a big finish release and offer you a 24 times... <laughs> skibbity bubbity boo boo 25% discount on it. Or a reduction, if you want to use that word instead. Okay, what have we got? 
Let's have a look. Grand exciting. Beyond exciting. Beyond exciting. Uh, come on, then. I'm just uh, getting it up now. It's come on, Ram. I'm, I'm doing it, Sybil. I'm doing it. Uh, it's the Silver Turk. Doctor oh, the Silver Turk. One, five, three. That's the Doctor and Cyberman. Yeah. The Eighth Doctor and, um, you know, uh, uh, Julie Cox. Playing Cox Mary, Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley, yeah. And also some Barkers, it says here, but everyone played Barkers <laughs> in this. If you look at the cast, it's a Barker, Barker, but Gareth Armstrong, Dr. Johan Drossel, Policeman, Barker. Yeah. Barkers, Barker, 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 Barker. Everyone's Barker, Barker, Barker. Barker David Schneider's in this one. I know, he was lovely. If you don't know him, your life is, is worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me, that was recorded on the 5th and 11th of April in 2011. Seems long time ago now. Many moons, many moons. Let's have the um, trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Silver Turk. The Vienna Exposition. We're in Vienna? But it's impossible. So quickly. Have I been abducted? Not exactly. Freak! This way to the Grand Theatre of Marionettenburg. Roll up, roll up. A cab ride, sir? Fräulein? Not today, thank you. Can't be too careful these days. Better not to walk, not after dark. Get get it away! (laughs) (laughs) Attacks? I wouldn't want to alarm the Fräulein. Alarm her? This isn't Amy Shelley you're talking to. Author of the darkest, spookiest stories you could ever read. Am I? They scared the pants off me. Well, I, I didn't believe the stories, Fräulein, not till two nights back. That was when I saw him. Halfway down Wolfstrasse by the river. It was a black carriage. Slowly it went, and its horses were strange, walking all wrong. Clop, click, clop. No driver? There was no driver. And as they passed me, the lamplight caught their eyes, and they were blue. <laughs> <laughs> two more black checkers taken. The Silver Turk wins the match! It's a trick! The Silver Turk? My my husband invested in it. There was an automaton once called the Turk. It toured the courts of Europe playing chess. But that was years ago. Surely it's not the same one. Does anyone believe what we're seeing? Is it an illusion or more than that? Quiet, I say. Will you part down? Let's see what's under the mask. No! You vandal! What is it? I knew it. This is no fairground automaton. It's alive. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Lovely cover too, isn't it? That's oh, wicked. Really cool. Was that who did that? Alex Mallinson. Yeah, he sort of designed that weird version of the uh, Mondasian Cyberman. Oh, it brings it's back awesome. loads of memories that where we did those three stories with Mary Shelley. It was after after the death of Lucy Miller. We we sort of went in a different direction before we came back with Dark Eyes. God, that was so long ago, wasn't it? In, in many ways, it seems like yesterday. Anyway, listen, while I um, email Sue Cowley to inform her of our random selection so that she can set the offer live on the bigfinish.com website. Benji, would you really enjoy yourself by telling us how we get that 25% discount? Oh, I mean, I do anyway, but I'll, I'll try and ham it up for you. 
You see, yeah. I'm having the greatest time. Just go to bigfinish.com. When you're there, oh, just go to the podcast page. Over there, oh. my internal There it is. Go on the podcast page and just head over to read more. It's a little button. It's a lovely button, actually. And, oh, uh, you lovely. know, mosey on down. Head over and say, just click here and enter the code, buck up. You know, I'm just going to put my feet up, relax, click there, enter the code. You know, it's B-U-C-K-U-P, wonderful letters, no spaces. We don't need spaces here. This is a happy space. We've got enough space that it is. Just enter buck up, B-U-C-K-U-P, and you'll get 25% discount. Nice, nice, nice one. Yeah, yeah, I'm still writing the email to Sue. It's a bit long, isn't it? I'm telling her what I'm to, doing. I'll have to start doing it slower, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just. <laughs> then I'm off Head on holiday. And then there's no podcast the following week. What the... I shall put... Anyway, there it is. Send that to Sue. Jolly good. Very exciting. I'm just this is the sound of me filling in. Jolly well done, Ran. As previously mentioned, there isn't a podcast next <gasps> week. No, it's no, no. oh dear. You see, Jackie's on annual leave as well. I've just had the response, but that's all right because Sue's got it. Uh, uh, will the walls of reality come tumbling down? How will we all survive? By sitting back and maybe sampling some of the podcasts of the past and see if they've aged well or not. It'd be like watching one of those topical quizzes three years later. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've watched some of Have I Got News For You, and they were sort of old ones, and you, half of the sort of knowing jokes and everything, you go, well, what was that about? What? Uh, that's, that's it. It's like these old like, guest shows, isn't it? You know, they have like guests on, and you know everybody remembers guests from a certain time, but then you watch back and you think, who's that? Yes. Who's they? Yeah. And um, with the hit new single... I, I, it's, I have it, it didn't stand. it's like when you watch um, what's that program um, you know the one uh, where everybody listens to a record with Noel Edmonds um, what Jukebox Jury Jukebox Jury it's like on that one where people are like do you think it'll be a hit and they're like yeah I think it'll be a hit so, you know it's uh, it's just one of those songs everybody's going to be listening to it for years and then it's <laughs> never heard again <laughs> yes I've never heard that bling ding bling ding ding so, yeah, I think yeah. it's got... I think the kids are going to love it, you know. I mean, we're all dancing in the studio now. <laughs> well, you heard it first. Yeah, it will be weird. So, yeah, well, why not listen to an old podcast next old week? Old one. Old, yes. Find, old the, find the oldest one you can find. Where, where They're the ones where Benji and I are speaking RP and uh, wearing black bow ties. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Big Finish podcast. And there's like, yeah, the, the the background music is all kind of, you know, it's lots of pianos and... That's right. I think you played the Hammond organ live, didn't you? That's how you did all the music. And oh, all the time, to Benji yeah. for a musical interlude. We do it in a big dance hall, didn't we? In front of a live a live audience of, uh, of people. And all the barkers you heard were actual barkers. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so dogs. Was, uh, uh, and now Nicky Briggs and Benji Boo with their double act here. And uh, give them a round of applause. Come on now. Come on. And you barkers at the back. <laughs> and your barkers. It's like the good old days. Oh, the good, the good old, old days. The good old days. Now made in the good old days. Um, but in the meantime, it is... It only remains for me to say the good old days once more. No, um, this edition of the Big Finish podcast was presented by me, Big Benji C, and him, Nicky B. Nick also wrote, produced, and edited it. And of course, 
Benji and I did this for the, for love, the love of stories. Easy. Uh, I don't want to go. Oh, no, it's too soon. It's too soon. Oh, I'm over it. And finally on the Big Finish podcast, and I mean finally, Torchwood Sigil, starring the rather wonderful Murray Melvin. You're slow again. What did we say about that? Hmm? And you're striking the hour early. I'm surrounded by anarchists. Uh, well? Oh, hello. I... Oh! Do they always do that? Every hour, usually. But uh, that is not usual. Right. My clocks have rebelled. I'll be having words. Okay. It could be the time is broken. We could be trapped in a quantum singularity. Or it could just be the new one-way system on St Mary's Street. Timekeepers are delicate things. The brooding hens of infinity. So... Oh, uh, of course. Oh, forgive me. I'm Billis Manger. How may I help you? Sam. Are you in the market for a grandfather crawl? Actually, no. I was wondering. Yes? That statue of a bird in the window. Yes. Not really my line of business, but rather striking. You you could say that. Adds a jaunty air. It's frightening. Really? I mean, I've only just seen it. And you had to come in? Yes. Only you walked past and looked at it yesterday. Okay, fair. But today I plucked up the courage. Because you thought I would be intimidating. (laughs) Fancy. Quite a statue, isn't it? Solid bronze. A falcon. Some kind of predator. It's the pattern carved onto it. Oh, yes. The sigil. Magnificent. What a piece of work. Buried for... To be precise, but I'd say it's been buried for 3,000 years. But, wait, it's been buried? Are you sure? I am an expert in time. Well, it's just... Are there others like it? I've never seen anything like it. The sigil is unique. It's certainly never been in a museum. This was dug up, then buried again in a bank vault until it found its way to my window. Why, are you all right? Oh, the pattern. I've been drawing it. That that pattern, that actual pattern all my life. Since I was a child. Oh, impossible. Maybe you've drawn something like it and this is a pleasing echo. Oh, that actual pattern. Oh, my boyfriend says I'm obsessed by it. I even got it tattooed on my arm. See? Yes. Yes. Impossible.
So this bloke... Yes. Oh, do this plate again. You've missed some sauce. Sure. You didn't compliment me on my smear-free glassware. Shouldn't have to. So this bloke, what did he say when you showed him the tattoo? I mean, he sounds old school. Can't be used to seeing girls with tattoos. Well, you took it well. That was a weird thing. He, he said... Well, you said the colouring is right for the period. Meaning? Well, apparently it's the same pigment they used in the Bronze Age. Wait, you're not saying he believed all this? I mean, I just pointed at a jar on the tattooist's shelf, but maybe it was foretold. <laughs> Dunno. You're not saying you believe all this? Come on, it's just... You've only his word that that statue's not been knocking around a museum. Where you saw it as a child. Simple as. Mr Majika is talking the price up. Or having you on. No. Well, he... He seemed... Well, scared. No, it's all part of the act. Blimey. Was that a bird? Well, there's something on the roof opposite. Oh. Talk about omens. The handle's come off my Princess Dye mug. Is it fate? Or is it just not microwave safe? Emil. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Sure? I am a bit shaken. Fair. That pattern. You know it's followed me. Yeah, yeah. And when I started selling prints of it, I looked it up, checked to make sure it wasn't... Something you'd nicked off a bronze bird in a museum. Exactly. That pattern's mine. And my art based on it. It's selling really well. Well enough to buy the statue? No. Yesterday I thought it was a cool doodle. Now I learn I'm being haunted by something that's thousands of years old. My hands are wet and I'm covered in suds. But do you want a hug? Yeah. Not again. Am I? Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> of course it's you. I thought you said it was the one-way system. Either that, or there's something amiss with your relationship to time. <laughs> I shall have to reset them all again. Am I? Is this a bad time, Bill? Bill? <laughs> Hold on. Um, it's, uh, it's not a bad time. It is now no time. See? This grandfather clock is a trescore. The hand is at ten to three, but he just struck eight. Let's um yeah, go around the face and then and then and, and, and there. I've restarted it. Oh wait, 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 the balance is out. Look at that. We are trapped in a single second. Never moving between 36 and 37. What a boring place to spend eternity. That's not how time works. Isn't it? No. I defer to you. Here we are, stuck between the future... <laughs> ...and the past. still and we are preserved like amber like a statue buried and ignored by time unless um, a tiny unevenness on the floor that's all and now it is 
perfect. These clocks are like time herself. Magnificent edifices, but secretly fragile. In need of constant attention. Right. Oh, forgive me. My pet subject, time. You've returned, or maybe you never left. How can I help? That statue, it's no longer in the window. No. I'm wondering how much it is. Ah, sadly time has moved on. It has regretfully been sold. Who? Uh, to a private buyer for a considerable sum. I am sorry. He sold it? Sorry. He sold it? Yeah. It's not like I could have afforded it. My earnings from my art are in the coffee and cake zone. Mm. It's good cake. Emil, I should let it go, shouldn't I? No. Yes. Well, you saw a statue that you thought... It did. ...had your design on, and that freaked you out. But now the statue's gone, so you've done all the due diligence you can. Want water? Sure, sure. He's really odd. Cheers. Who? Oh, the, the shop owner. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of sinister. He's also sort of crazy. And you want to spend more time with him? No. Yes. God, am I going mad? Look. Oh, I am being crazy. Forget it. No, forget it. Listen, Sam, listen, don't... Don't... You're about to storm out. No! You always do and I'd have to run after you. And the thing is that because I'm the boring one, I'd remember that we've not yet paid the bill, so I'd have to stop and pay for both the coffees and then run after you, by which time you'd be on the bus. Well... Or in the charity shop buying too many second-hand books. No such thing. You're talking me down. Always. I'm the sensible one in this relationship. You're the wild artist. We balance each other out. Wait a minute. That makes it sound like I'm always smashing plates. Not here. We'd have to pay for it. And they're so quirky and individual. Found pieces. Vintage found pieces. Okay. You talk me down. Welcome back to Earth. Thanks. Well, I'm done with it all. I guess I am. As you say, I've looked into it. If the statue comes to light later, I can say that. But... Hmm. What? It is pretty weird, isn't it? If your pattern and the one on the bird were absolutely, completely the same, I mean, how did that happen? And who bought the statue? Yeah, it couldn't be for its looks. Well, that bird, it was creepy as. Nightmarish, evil. Who'd want that in their living room? You're... Emil, you're getting sucked into this. Just... Why would anyone buy that thing? Unless it's really important. How? And why has that symbol been haunting me? (sighs) No, come on. We're stopping this. Now, let's forget about it. Jesus, it's just a bird. Flow against the window, it's fine, Sam, it's fine. You're shaking. I'm okay. This has really got to you, hasn't it? I think you're right. You've talked me into it. I'm going to solve this. And that means you have to go back to that shop. Just the one clock. I had to keep resetting them, 
Roadworks, probably. Are you here to buy a timepiece? I can assure you they're all in working order. No, uh, thank you, Bill. Ah, I suspected as much. And sadly, I have miraculously fished another ancient bronze statue from the crate of a dozen I have stashed out the back. I'm not a Moroccan bazaar, Samantha. I prefer Sam. I know you do. You are here about the statue, aren't you? Yes. So much fuss about a statue. Sorry. At the auction at which I acquired the statue, I did purchase something else which may be relevant. It was a house clearance in a little place called Coldon. The house had once belonged to the Reverend Spode. Spode? A very tiresome man. Professional moralist and amateur crusader caused no end of trouble. Anyway, he died defeated, left his legacy to his family, who had very sensibly got shot of it, lock, stock and barrel. Including the statue. As soon as I saw it, it had my attention. Such a remarkable piece. And what else did you buy? I was intrigued, wanted to know the statue's provenance. The good reverend was always digging up things that were none of his business. A hopeless mystery. One less. I mean, how long ago did he live? A most tediously typical Victorian who outlived his age, reason and purpose. Got it. He'd have kept a diary. Very good. A commonplace book collected sermons and jottings. Um, yeah. Here we go. All six volumes. Video combining cheap paper, regrettable penmanship. I meant to go through them, but time got away from me. Are they for sale? No. They are for loan. <coughs> the dust! Oh, it's not that bad. Stop staring out the window and look. Oh, oh, it is that bad. Did the Reverend Spade have his ashes scattered over his diaries? Spode. <laughs> Those birds are back. Outside, on the roof opposite. Seagulls in Cardiff Bay? Gasp! They're not seagulls. Uh-huh. I mean, look at this. That's not handwriting, it's revenge. Would a typewriter have killed him? I think this is a sermon. Well, he's very keen on damnation and revelations and dark forces at loose on the earth. You can read that. Very fire and brimstone. A pity anyone he caught enjoying themselves. He probably had them burnt. They didn't burn people in the 1800s. Much, I think. Okay. Look, there's volumes of this. Where do we start? Began digging. There. You can read it. Wow. Began digging where? Doesn't say. But... Over the page. Pass another sermon. Oh, OK. Let me try. They say the site is haunted, so, of course, some bribery was necessary to convince them to persevere. Persevere. To convince them to persevere. More so after one of the dray horses dropped dead. An expensive and fruitless day. OK. Perhaps it's enough drag queen story time. I'm getting the hang of it. One of the stones fell, crushing the ankle of a man. It stood for thousands of years in the field, and we were not digging near enough to have disturbed it, but fell it did. 
It took six of us to get the stone off the poor fellow. Another wretched and expensive day. You're falling down my rabbit hole. It's quite compelling. Are we going to be hunted down by a creepy manga schoolgirl singing backwards? Emil, <laughs> here we are. Big finish for the love of stories.